Hi, it's Watercolor with Wendy. And today we'd like to talk about selling paintings. So uh, I don't think it works really well to paint paintings to sell specifically. Uh, you can do it, but often there's a um, lack of information about how to do it and then there's a lot of disappointment when it doesn't work out. So when you, if you paint a painting for someone else uh, as a gift, that's, that's fine and they might be very happy to have it. And maybe you'll have some paintings that you, um, hoping that your friends might buy and you will get a few friends to buy a couple of paintings here and there. And not always um, because it's the greatest painting they ever saw, but because they want to support you as an artist. And I'm not sure that is the best way to keep you going as an artist. So I'll tell you how I've done it. Uh, now, I have sold, you know, a few hundred paintings, I'm sure, in my lifetime, but I don't always do it specifically for the purpose of selling a painting. You have to uh, paint in a certain way for the public if you're expecting to sell. And that isn't always the way I want to paint. So I will have shows and what's really enjoyable to me is to have a theme for a show such as um, trees or buildings in a city or you know an idea like um, redemption, something like that. And then you have, then you give, it gives you motivation for finding subject matter and then you always have something to paint and you can sort of forget about sales while you're doing it because you're really making a show. And the show isn't necessarily to sell paintings either. Often a show is to just get your work out there and to um, create a social environment where um, maybe for me, particularly, it's so people will, might want to take a class. That's a particular reason why I want to do it. For other artists, they may want to be building their resume so they start with a simple show at the library or some small gallery, and then they have um, enough cred that they can perhaps get a larger gallery to show their work and work their way up to uh, legitimacy in the art world that enables you to have opportunity to get grants and to um, have other types of shows. But they, they look at your resume to see if you're a serious artist. And so you might be able to get money directly for that, for a grant, or you could um, get a show in a bigger place. So once you have um, some kind of, you're sort of well-known, and you can sell at a bigger gallery, then you work with your gallery owner to try to make artwork that will sell, because they know what sells. Most artists really don't. You don't know what's going to sell. You may think it has to do with quality, like um, if I'm a good artist, then the paintings will sell. Well, that has never been true. Just because you are a great painter and do uh, great work doesn't necessarily make it mean you're going to sell because the general public is not particularly aware of what great art is. <laughs> so um, they're interested in something that looks good on their wall, and, and you know, unless you're super famous, and then, then your art, art collectors are going to go after you. But they, they're interested in something that's going to go on your wall. And so the intermediary, the person that is going to be your agent or your gallery owner, is the person that should know a lot about 
what it's going to sell. So you can get yourself over years. It takes many, many years to build yourself up to having enough cred, street cred, with um, the art dealers that they think they can sell your work and they'll take a commission anywhere between 30 to, you know, 60% of the sale will go to the gallery or the uh, agent that sells. So a lot, of course, it's done on the internet now and these people are experts at finding the customers, which you're not going to have time to find the, the customers. And there's other internet opportunities that I think are pretty much worthless where you put your artwork on something called Finance America is one of them. And then you're just one of a billion artists. Anybody can go on there. So you're not going to probably sell artwork that way. And then there's another set of uh, internet people that will buy, will have you put your artwork on items like a scarf or a mug. And, you know, you can try doing that, but the market is flooded. And so you're probably not going to make a lot of money doing that. So if the money is your motivation with selling art, then you really have to either go that first route of building up your your credul- credulity with uh, the people that sell art in all over the country. You don't have to limit yourself to your local gallery people. And that, that way you can maybe make some income and probably not enough to live on. But they will figure out what the prices should be and so on. So you actually, you don't even have to be a great artist to do that. I've seen many, many artists um, through galleries that their artwork isn't that good, but it's popular. So there's a, not a, a great correlation between good art and what sells. Now, if you w- want to talk about um, art that is, that is considered fine art by the art community. That means that you're making a real change and difference in in the direction of art. Then you're going to be working in your studio for years until you're discovered or somebody finds you. And that that is a different route. And the chances of making it in that world are very, very tiny. There are many fine arts graduates who are trying to do that in their studios and very, very few of them will ever ever be able to um, make a lot of money. So there's a misunderstanding as to whether you can make a living as a fine artist. You can certainly make a living as a hobby artist selling, you know, little paintings in a seaside gallery or something like that, or your local gallery, but it's not going to be enough money to make a living. You're going to be selling your paintings between a hundred and a thousand dollars. You might sell one or two a year. So that's not the way to go. So, um, then there's of course commissions. And when your friends find out and other people find out that you are able to take on a commission, they might want you to paint their sister or their dog or your, their summer home. So you can try that and that way you can make a little bit of money that way, but it, it's torturous. I mean, I, I hate getting commissions because you have to please the customer. And often I can't paint exactly the way I want to. And you're not, not quite sure how what they want, so you ha- may have a few false starts, but you're not necessarily going to enjoy doing that. It will be a good living. You could probably get yourself well-known if you are good at marketing, especially on the internet, that you are a person that does country homes, or you're a person that does dogs, or you're a person that does portraits of children, let's say, and that you can make a living doing that. 
I don't recommend it. It's not that much fun. So let's go back to what if you just want to be an artist that loves painting and maybe would sell artwork sometimes. And that you're not depending it as an income, it's sort of an extra income. Then how do you sell your work? Or how do you price your work? And, how, and in what form do you sell it? Personally, I sell my work unframed so that if I have to mail it, then they can pick out their, their own frame. You just make sure that they're well aware that you're selling it unframed. What about prices? Well, you, usually you're gonna price them according to the size so the smaller, the lower the price, and then the bigger, the bigger the price. I end up selling mine based on that idea, but also I charge per hour. So I figure out how many hours it spent doing a painting. And usually the larger that is, the longer it's gonna to take to do it. So um, it's, that's a general principle. But you also have to keep in mind what people are willing to pay. So you look around at the general prices of what an artist would charge for, let's say, a 16 by 20 watercolor. And that's gonna be in the range of, you know, 150 to $2,000, depending on not just your skill, but possibly your, your, um, your, how well known you are and how good you are at making art that is popular. So if you get really good at that, you can up your prices. There's a lot of art that you can look on the internet and see what is popular, certain kind of city scenes that look like they're kind of uh, loosely painted or, you know, especially well-known places like the Golden Gate Bridge or the Eiffel Tower. Those are the kind of things will be um, popular. People will want a picture of that. And then, but of course you have to find a venue. You have to f sell them on the street or find a, a gallery near the area where the tourists go, something like that. It, it's gonna take up a great deal of your time trying to figure that out that part. So I, I, I rely on the internet and I just keep all my paintings up there with the prices on them and every once in a while somebody will, will pick one and want me to um, send it to them. And I also put them on Facebook pages and other types of advertising. So uh, every time I paint something, I just make a copy of it and put it up, put it somewhere. And you know, sometimes two years later, somebody, oh, I want that painting. But I don't count on, on as income, and I don't paint specifically to the popularity of, you know, if I happen to paint something that I like painting that is popular, then somebody will want a copy of it or they want to um, buy it. So how about the idea of uh, price that changes, like you want to change it to a higher or lower depending on the customer? Um, so you start high. So you say that this is the highest price I think somebody would pay. For me, it might be a, a 16 by 20 would be 500, something like that. And then the person might ask you, oh, is that the final price? And then you, then you can bargain a little bit if you think they're interested and maybe they can't afford, maybe they're um, somebody you particularly like and want to give them a deal. But if they can really afford it, you don't go down. You know that they can afford it. And don't, don't let them try to, you know, make it make it uh, just a deal so they can get a deal so keep that price high in the beginning and then you have a leeway you can say well I can give you a little discount or you can negotiate with a person but not if they're trying to make a deal it's, it's up to you if you think they deserve the lower price or actually really can't afford it and that's that's the way you can um, 
adjust your prices to the individual that's trying to buy it. So if you're a person that wants to make more of a living selling paintings, then you're going to have to figure out what's popular. And you're going to have to paint mostly that. And you have to figure out how to do it fairly quickly, or you're not going to get much per hour. So if it's going to take you 10 hours to paint something, and you only charge 100 bucks, you can only charge 100 bucks for that, then that's $10 an hour. I'm not sure you want to make a living working for $10 an hour. Um, But if you're more like me and other artists that are in my sort of club, (laughs) or people that just like to paint and want to be a fine artist that that enjoys improving and pushing the boundaries of what they're able to do, then you're not going to pay very much attention to the market. Not the big, you know, the big market, don't even think about that because that is way out of most of our realm of uh, the art market where it's people buy and sell art to make money so the prices keep going up and up and up. That's probably not going to happen in your lifetime. Maybe after you die, (laughs) your paintings will be more valued. But if you if you want to just enjoy the process of painting and what it has to offer you as an individual for life um, uh, pleasure, life transformation, joy, all the things that I get out of painting, then you can sell your paintings um, as a sideline, but don't make it a huge part of your effort. You're probably not going to be very good at figuring it out. Um, if you want to try to find an agent, that's fine. That's pretty hard to do. But uh, keep painting until you get a backlog. Because you don't want to be in the position of, oh, I don't know if I want to part with that painting. I really like it. If you paint enough, you will sell anything. There's not going to be any painting that you would, would not sell. Because you have so many and you know you can paint them again. So that doesn't work very well to say, well, I'm not going to sell my best painting. I want to keep it. Well, you can have a photograph of it. You don't need to uh, keep that particular painting. So mostly I paint for um, I paint for other people sometimes, just as gifts. But I usually try to paint something that I enjoy painting if I'm going to do that. I don't want to take the joy out of painting, having money involved. But if you're going to get money involved, just know what the perimeters are of the art world and what would be worth your effort and time. And don't get fooled by internet sites that say, oh, we'll sell your painting for you, especially ones that charge you anything. Never do that. Never um, enter these contests, say it was $40 to enter to be in this contest, or we're going to put you in a book or something like that. Avoid that at all all costs. That's always a ripoff. Artists are easily ripped off by many people. So I hope that helps you thinking about your work and whether or not you're going to sell it and how do you sell it. That's all for today. Thank you.